Hello, hello, I heart steamers. Right now, it is time to start a steam culture. Welcome to the I Heart Steam podcast with your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Bonnie has been working in the steam education profession for the past 12 years. Her mission is to share her story with educators like you that love STEM, STEAM, and project-based learning. Currently, she works with a team of educators creating the ultimate STEAM certified school. Let her share the good, the bad, and the joyful with you in her STEAM journey. Learn everything you will ever need to know about STEM and STEAM education right here. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Kirkley. Let me tell you, I've taken off about a month from podcasting because this remote learning, in-person learning, hybrid, crazy world has gotten the best of me. And so I took a month off of podcasting. Recently, though, as in any normal school year, I worked with kindergarten to help them introduce STEAM and start that STEAM culture. So that's been taking up my time as well. And I love this time of year. I love doing this with kindergarten. They could totally do it in their classrooms. If you don't know our setup at my school where I work, we are working on STEAM certification. Each teacher in their very own classroom is a STEAM teacher and uses STEAM throughout the day. I work to help support them and introduce lessons, work with students, work with teachers. And so I'm not always a regular in their classroom, but during this time of the year, I am a regular in the kindergarten classrooms. This is the first time they've been introduced to STEAM, and we try to really amp it up. We want to get them excited. We want to create some understanding that really makes sense to them. And I just love it. I love kindergarten. I can't tell you how much I love them. They're so cute. They're so excited. I just wish I had an ounce of their energy. Oh, my goodness. But I love it. I would say my biggest challenge with these guys, and it usually you know, kind of balances out after they've come to see me a couple of times is that squirrel syndrome. You know, my dog ran out the door today and my mama, you know, they want to tell you everything, but that's okay. We fight it. We get that squirrel syndrome under control and we let them share when they want to and we just keep going. So let me tell you what I do. I'm going to lay it all out for you exactly what I do and it works. We have done this for five years. It totally works. So if you're getting ready to start STEM or STEAM and you're a kindergarten or even a first grade teacher, this is the way to go. So first of all, we make sure their rituals and routines are on point. They have been in school for at least five to six weeks and they are ready to start something new. The most important thing when they start with STEAM, and of course we start and we go in order, S-T-E-A-M, 
We do one letter a week. But the most important thing, they need a hook. They've got to be excited and they've got to be able to remember it from each lesson week by week. That way they're able to see everything and how it's connected. So we start with science. They come in. It's their first day. They're so excited. And I get them all under control. And we start talking and we talk about the S. And sometimes the teachers have talked to them a little bit about it. Sometimes they haven't. We start talking about science. And I don't know if you realize this, but we really take this for granted. You know, we teach science and we teach math. But do they really understand what science is? what math is. So that's what we're trying to do with these kids. We teach them how scientists think. We tell them that a scientist is a person that does science. We teach them all kinds of careers that you could have if you're a scientist. And then we give them something that really gets them excited. That very first day, we introduce the STEAM journal. Yes, our kindergartners journal in their very own STEAM journal. My favorite way to do that I've done a couple different ways. There have been times where I've wrapped it up in a box, like a present, had it waiting for them when they came in, let them sit there and guess the whole period, and then we unwrap it, and they're just so excited to get the STEAM journal. And then recently, I just did it as a mystery object. I covered it up with a big box and put a big question mark on the side of it, and they guessed, and it was just fun. But they're excited about their STEAM journal. They can't wait to get it in their hands. And then it's theirs, and it's important to them. And you have to do that. That first day, we introduced the S. We write a big S in the STEAM journal. And then we took a discovery walk this year. Put all kinds of objects all about around my room. Turtle shells, bones, feathers, just all kinds of cool stuff. And I gave them a hand lens. We talked about a hand lens. We talked about how sometimes it's called a magnifying glass. But we talked about how it's a tool for a scientist, and that is important. You'll see why. They got so excited that first day. They walked around. They, you know, examined things, and then they came back to their STEAM journal and drew a few pictures, made sure to put the S in there. We, I think we even put the word science. It's important for them to start seeing those words on a regular basis. Then came the next week. Introduce technology. And this is why it was important to talk about a tool on the science day. We talk about the definition of technology and how technology is anything created by a human that helps us to do a job. And then we talk about all the different things that could be technology. It doesn't have to just be a big fancy computer. It could be a pencil. And they start to realize that they used a tool the last week. Oh, a scientist can't do their job without technology. Ding, ding, ding. That is when you know it is working. Now, let me tell you, I know that kindergarten teachers and first grade teachers, you have so many early learning skills that you have to cover and they need a lot of repetition. So, We've created all of these resources that include science words and technology words, engineering words, and we put them into their reading stations. So they're still seeing this stuff over and over and over. It's important to do that. So back to technology. We talk about technology, the definition, and then we talk about technology from then and now 
And recently, I just did another discovery walk with them. And I put out all kinds of technology that help us to write. Things from a long time ago and things from today, like a keyboard. One of my my favorite things to do, just take a keyboard, cut the cord off of it. You see tons of old keyboards laying around at a school, not at home, but at a school. And put their little words, their little word cards on an index card fit perfectly into that back row of keys. Let them practice typing. That is a skill they need to do anyway. Many of them haven't even touched a keyboard. So it's hard for them to find those letters. So we took that technology discovery walk. And then before they left, I gave them a piece of technology. It was a peppermint, but it was wrapped in a wrapper. And they could tell you that they had technology with their candy. The wrapper helps the candy to stay clean. They get it. And then the next week, engineering. They love this week. And all those connections are starting to come together. We talk about how engineers think. We talk about how they are problem solvers and how they create things like technology. And then they start to say, see, well, the scientist uses technology. The engineer creates the technology. You can't have science without engineering. And it's really starting to come together. This is my favorite day because I put all kinds of building stations out and give them little cards with pictures on it, like a building, like their school, um, like a house. And I let them try to build these pictures. And they have so much fun because, of course, they love to play with things and build. So this is one of my favorite days. Now, if you happen to be in the STEAM University course or the Steamed Up Teacher Club, you have seen our engineering design process chant. And it is a great one to remember the engineering design process. And I teach this on that this day. Matter of fact, I just taught it yesterday. And they love this little chant. We just use the five steps, a simple engineering design process, ask, imagine, plan, create, improve. And we've put it into an easy chant for them to remember because they need repetition. And then we get to the art day, and y'all, this week is hilarious. It's so important that students begin to start responding to art, which is a section of the National Art Standards and many of our state art standards. So what do we do? We've created these little evaluation paddles, so simple. On one side, it has a smiley face, and on the other side, it has a sad face. I show them all kinds of works of art like the Mona Lisa and they just tell me how they feel about it by showing me the paddle side that they are feeling so if they like it it's the happy face and if they don't it's the sad face or the mad face whatever you want to say and we but we have fun because they tell me why they feel the way they feel about the artwork we also talk about how it's created and then again they get that connection oh you need technology to create artwork And look, they're drawing a lot of nature. This is science. So they're really starting to understand each element. And that's something that I can't say sometimes fifth graders understand if they haven't been introduced to it properly. So creating a STEAM culture, that's what we're doing. We're creating this culture so that they can see connections, so that they understand each element in its own entity, 
and so that they can talk about anything and relate it back to these elements and find connections. That's a STEAM culture. And once your students really get it, they are going to be steaming all the time. You don't have to do a lot of prompting and pulling. It's there. They've got it. And so finally, the math day. And I keep saying each day is my favorite, but there's something I like about each one. And on math day, what better thing to do than cook a recipe? We measure, measure, measure. We talk about numbers. And we start to understand that scientists use numbers. Engineers use numbers. Technology has numbers on it. And it's full circle. So we cook. And my favorite thing to make with them is Play-Doh. Because then they have something that they can take back to the classroom and engineer with. It's great. So I really enjoy doing this every year. But I'm telling you about it now so that you can take this back to your classroom, no matter what grade level you're in, and take a few weeks. Don't try to do anything extra. Add it into writing. Add it into reading. Read about some of these things. But create the STEM or STEAM culture. Recently, um, he's not a colleague, but someone I follow on Twitter is Chris Woods. And he's just recently come out with his Daily STEM book. He's amazing. Check out his website, dailystem.com. But his book is How to Create a STEM Culture in Your Classrooms and Communities. And that is what STEM is all about. It's not doing a STEM challenge. It's not doing some project. It's about creating the culture so that we're 21st century thinking students. And we're 21st century thinking teachers and we're preparing our students for what's next. So we've introduced every element of STEAM, and now the culture is there, and anytime our teachers are ready to start a project or any lesson, the kids are going to go back to what they know about STEM and what they know about STEAM, and lessons evolve, students start to lead the way, and it's great. This is how you do it. I have recently released everything you need, hook days, resources, integrated resources that are integrated into your early learning skills in a course format, a mini course format, and it is called Tiny Mind Steam. You don't have to do a thing except get a hold of Tiny Mind Steam and you will be able to do everything exactly how I have done it over the past five years. We know that it works and we know that our kindergartners are some of the best STEAM students that we have and they remember these lessons all the way through elementary school. So check it out, Tiny Mind Steam, and don't forget to grab that nine steps to creating a STEAM classroom because this will also go along well with Tiny Mind Steam in your classroom. It's perfect for any grade level, but kindergarten and first grade teachers, I can't tell you enough how I'm so excited to release Tiny Mind Steam to you so that you don't have to think of anything. Even created great ways for you to do it virtually and remotely. So take a look at it. I'll put the link in the episode notes. And folks, if you have enjoyed today's podcast, please go to the episode notes and go all the way down 
subscribe and leave a review. Tell me what you enjoyed about today's podcast. If you have a question, ask that question. And as always, do you I heart steam too?